0: Just do that. Caitlin! We have to play Caitlin! Caitlin! Slow down, slow down! You can't tell Kate, She's in my car. Uh. Jesus, what the hell's going on here? Breathe! Don't hurt him! Don't shoot! Yeah, don't shoot! Like she said! Call an ambulance!
1: Merry Christmas that of course is the long kiss goodnight released in 1996 25 years ago Gina Davis Samuel L. Jackson Craig Bierko and if you watch Succession he wasn't I mean he was a character actor then he still is but on succession, he he's he's a big deal now. Brian Cox, yeah. He likes those cocks. Directed by Rennie Harlan. So at the time, Rennie Harlan was married to Gina Davis. Rennie Harlan, I mean, directed Die Hard Two, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, uh Deep Blue Sea, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Cutthroat Island. Of course, Cutthroat Island was a box office bomb. But The Long Kiss Goodnight. There's a lot of Christmas going on in uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson has said it is one of his. I, I think he has a list of favorite characters. Um, okay. I saw this film in the 90s. It does have a Christmas vibe to it. And here we go. There's a lot going on in this film. Here's Samuel L. Jackson talking about his films. In fact, today, yeah. Today today is Samuel Jackson's birthday. That's amazing. And thank you for being for
0: us that night. Did he really? He set it off! Dude, he's the greatest. Man? I was, at, I was, like, trying to eat, and I looked up, and I was like, people are partying already. What's happening? No, he's the girl. I'm just getting ready to eat, and then next thing I know, Judge Judy was pulling me up out of my chair. like, come on, let's dance. Yeah, so, dude. So, I read that someone... So, so I Judge- hit the floor with me, and um, then Judge Judy hit it, tore it up for a minute. How do you know Judge Judy? My agent and Judge Judy are very good friends, so... Early on when um, I started going to Tony's house, just Judy would be at her house. And we would hang out in the backyard. I was smoking, and she was supposed to smoke, so we'd smoke in the backyard and hang out, talk. Wow. And uh, then we started going to dinner together and just kind of hanging out. I'd fly with her cross country and do that. And then she quit smoking, and she wanted me to quit. So she sent me to her doctor who used True serum because Judy used to, like, she said she actually used to wake up in the middle of the night to smoke. Really? She's like, she would wake up, go have a cigarette, and, then go, back and to go back to bed. Wow. So that's what she knew she it was did time like to a, quit. like, a hypnotist? Uh, true serum, yes. I'm not real sure what happened, but the doctor told me, he said, you're a very strong will. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Great. That's fantastic. It's like the most popular drama on Broadway. It's sold out. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, been married, 38 years old. Oh. oh, that's oh. all. Five? <laughs> wow. Five. Five, out of five. five out of 120. Well, no, not all. Not all 120. It's only you know, yeah. maybe 100. Um, let me see. Number five. Um, wow. Um, Nick Fury? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Fury. Yeah. Love that. Number five, Nick Fury. Um... Number four, um, can I combine, like, a couple guys? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. um, number five would be Ordeal, Jules, and Steven from, uh, from, uh, Django. Because they're all Quentin characters. Oh, I see. And they're all, like, cool, like, characters that have their own thing going for them, and I'd hate to, like... Pulling a party, oh, even with the major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, I could. Gosh, um, Jules, I mean, come on. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, Jules is like. No, I can't. Yeah, because it. it's one of those things that every week somebody wants to know if I know what a quarter pounder with cheese is. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Not a, a week goes by. Do you, so you have an answer for it yet get, or no? Uh, sometimes I just say no. And yeah. because that's the way the scene went in the movie, that's I always so. want to see how well they know the movie. Wow. So, nigga, you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in France? I go, no, what? That's right. and, they, and then some people go, you know, <laughs> they go, Royale he, he, with cheese. He, oh, they go, come on, you know. You, know <laughs> you don't know the movie. So, But I've had about four people actually continue and we actually do the scene together. No way. It's awesome. I okay, it. so next character after yeah. that. Um, that's Fats 4, so that's that's for, 4. Uh, Mace Windu. Oh, dude. Star Wars. It's gotta be a Jedi. A Jedi. Star Wars. A Jedi. He's a Jedi. Exactly. Come on, he's a Jedi. You Man, can't are... beat that. And, um, uh, my favorite is, it's just kind of wacky, kind of private detective, kind of crazy dude, Mitch Hennessy from Long Kiss Goodnight. Really, I love
1: that j- movie, man. Really, That's- oh, yeah, I
0: they're had they're such like... a good time with Gina Davis. Yeah. Really, and Mitch is like, you know, Mitch is like this dude that just kind of sucks it up and kind of steps in there and takes one for. Her. Yeah. I actually died in that movie, so when they were testing it, they kill me, right? And I'm in the car and I'm dying. It's a big sad scene. The audience is like. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, you got can die movie. Yes. So yeah, that's one of Samuel L. Jackson's favorites. Now tonight, <laughs> uh, I tried to get the kids into it. We watched Gremlins, and you know it was um that that's that's a really Christmas themed right there. Yeah, yeah well, I, I mean I like the Christmas story, but come on, Gremlins. There's just something magical about. Gremlins. And maybe it also sums up the drama within Christmas. People fighting and, you know, when you got little green men chasing you, come on.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And uh yeah. You've got carolers and you've got Mrs. Deagle, oh Lord.
0: Carolers. I hate Christmas carolers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Green jean boys, little blue snippers. I warned you, brat!
1: Yeah. Gremlins. That's that's really that's that's really getting into the Christmas spirit. Now, of course, this film is played every year. It is a staple. Not one of my well I will you know, I, I like it. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. I do enjoy it. Um It's, it's almost forty years old, so it's gotta be a classic.
0: smell of tapioca. Oh, oh, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Nine o'clock, great Scott, the store's going to close. Santa can't wait all night, let's go. Come on up, I'm trying to Come on up, come on up there. Okay. Oh. you want for christmas little boy (sighs) my mind had gone blank frantically i tried to remember what it was i wanted i was blowing it blowing it come on kid. how about a nice uh, football 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 what's a football (laughs) without conscious will my voice squeaked out football okay get him out of here a football? Oh, no! What was I doing? Wake up, stupid! Wake up! No! No, no, I want an official right earter car, why you? you want to get rid of my laser rifle? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Holy... Oh.
1: <laughs> if that's not fucked up. <laughs> and of course, the lampshade. Now, that actor who played Ralphie in A Christmas Story, well, he, years later, he directed, he produced. And um, years later, He was in another very famous Christmas movie with Mr. Uh, Well, (laughs) Will Ferrell. (laughs) We love Will Ferrell. Come on. It's the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. You've got Will Ferrell, you've got Bob Newhart, and then you've got Peter Billingsley, who is Ralphie in A Christmas Story, and here he is all grown up. Drawbacks to being a a
0: human in an elves world. Hey Ming Ming. Um, I'm going to be a little bit short on today's quota. It's all right, buddy. Just how many answers catches did you get finished? Come on, buddy, how many? I made, uh, 85. 85? That puts you...
1: 115 off the pace why don't you just say it the worst toy
0: maker in the world i'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins (gasps) no buddy you're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins we all just have different talents that's all seems like everyone else has the same talents except for me you you have you have lots of talents uh special talents in fact like um uh special talents you change batteries in the smoke detector uh-huh. sure did uh, yeah. triple a's in six months you'll have to check them again mm-hmm. yeah, and you're the only baritone in the elf choir <laughs> <laughs> you bring us down a whole octave in a good yeah. way <laughs> see buddy you're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins you're just special
1: and so buddy was sent where the the special elves work
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> this to you, but you think you can help me pick up the slack on those etches-catches? No problem. I appreciate it. Oh, he's killing me. I got Lum Lum and Choo Choo pulling doubles. Just quick thinking yesterday with that special talents thing. I feel bad for the guy. Just hope he doesn't get wise. Well, if he hasn't figured out he's a human by now, I don't think he ever will. If he hasn't figured out he's a human by now, I don't think he ever will.
1: I think they're too small. I just Yeah. Will Ferrell is definitely not an elf. But Peter Billingsley, all grown up from a Christmas story, I mean, come on. Come on, here he is talking about a Christmas story. In let's see, I'm I'm so over these YouTube commercials. You know, I should just shell out and get YouTube Premium. Here we go.
0: it's Ralphie, the quirky kid from the beloved holiday movie, A Christmas Story. Ho, ho, ho! No!
1: The movie was made when Peter Billingsley was just 12 years old, and here he is, all grown up. For a long time, I didn't know what people saw in this movie, because you're so close to it and you're so in it. But now you get a little perspective, you step back from it, and it's like, yeah, I can see this is this is a really, really good film. So what's Billingsley up to today? He's hosting a special edition of ABC's 2020 called Lights, Camera, Christmas, Inside Holiday Movie Classics. It's nice to explore movies that just really bring people joy. Billingsley sits down with Tim Allen of the Santa Claus franchise, who remembers wearing a fat suit to become Kris Kringle. Does
0: this look like a little weight to you? There's
1: no way to get around how uncomfortable that is. I overhear, he can't be in that any more than six hours, because your skin doesn't breathe and you get these sores all over you (laughs) <laughs> literally. They go, well, they'll go away. I hear them arguing in a the room. They'll go away. What do you mean? We asked Billingsley what it takes for a movie to become a Christmas classic.
0: Fragile. It must be Italian. The real commonality, um,
1: family. And it's really sort of the relatable things that families go
0: through. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to throw a little inside into <laughs> the <laughs> it's Christmas, okay. Well, it's it's getting there. Now I, I I I first of all, before we end tonight's show, I I make no bones about the fact that I've had it with Adele. And I'm so thankful that the other day I was being silly and I wrote a letter to Mariah Carey because I thought, you know what? She's at least well kind of king I almost said the king Excuse me The queen of Christmas And I thought hey Let's um Let's see if she'll go number one Just to knock a out Cause usually around this time of year I think we've all had it with All I want for Christmas But then you know it's, it's a sentimental song And so I wrote I'll read it for you A cute little uh, Silly letter to uh Mariah Carey she didn't read it but you know then I checked the billboard and lo and behold the song was number one and so you know my thing with Adele is what goes up must come down you know with her lead press on nails and, um, and you know I'm not Adele bashing I just don't like that freaking album and I don't like that song either but at least Mariah Carey came to save the day and I will read for you oh this is, this is what I wrote Mariah Dear Mariah I'm kind of thankful for the first time in a long time that you're about to displace Adele on the top spot. I've been very good this year, and writing to Santa takes so- too long. I know you have a lot of McDonald's value meals to sell, but if you could please knock Adele from number one. Usually around this year, I'm annoyed with your song All I Want for Christmas, but stranger things have happened, and this year I've had enough of Adele. People compare her to you, and you would write these bubbly pop songs with ODB o- as the guest. All she does is make depressing albums and give them a number. Talk about being a corporate shill. Thank you, Mariah, for saving Christmas and for hopefully knocking Adele off her Easy on Me pedestal. I hope this letter finds you before Christmas and you deliver us all wonderful McNugget gifts. Merry Christmas, Mimi. Love Dr. Zeus. And then I look Billboard and there she is. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas makes record return to number one thank god and let's knock Adele off the album spot please too that's that's the joy of Christmas is you can take shit that you don't like and just re-gift it I know Mar- Martha Stewart doesn't like re-gifting one day I'll have Martha on and we'll talk about that but there you go you got A Christmas Story, The Long Kiss Goodnight and Elf Unpleasant Dreams